welcome to Life and Business in Flow. I'm Kate Adamo, mentor, retreat, and podcast host, and this is your soft place to land. An invitation for you to pause, get curious about what you want your life and business to feel like, and redefine what success looks like to you. I've seen and learned so many things in my years as a mentor, and one thing I know for sure is things need to change. I'm here to be that voice of change and to gently nudge you towards doing things differently. Hustling doesn't work. We've all seen it. It leads to burnout and disconnect. I want to help you create space, connect back to yourself, and set up solid foundations in your life and business. It's time to be open to the possibility of doing things differently and authentically. It's time for life and business to be in flow. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to my website copywriter and client, Haley Griffiths of Haley G Creative. As a copywriter, Haley is there to help you confidently tell your unique story, share your value and connect with your dream customers. For her, it's not just about the products or the services that you offer. It's about finding the right words to articulate your brand in a way that confidently reflects your purpose, values, and vision. With over a decade of marketing experience and writing behind her, Haley is here to help female business owners like you showcase the uniqueness of their brand with copywriting that engages their ideal customer, builds loyalty, and delivers results. And with that, I would like to welcome you to the podcast, Haley. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Kate. I'm such a big fan of your podcast, so it's a real honor to be here. So I know that I mentioned a little bit about your business in the intro, but I'd love for you to share a bit more about your business, where it's located, um, how long you've been out on your own and what you specialize in, Hayley. I am located in Wollongong, which is on the beautiful south coast of New South Wales. I started my business when my daughter was one, so she's actually just turned five. But to be honest, it's been a few years of on and off as I had a baby, another baby during that time. I also took on some contract work and obviously the ups and downs of COVID. So I would say it's probably been about two to three years of really focusing on my business. Uh, and I specialise in words crafted co- for connection. That's that's a big thing. So copywriting and storytelling for female-founded businesses, particularly in the interior design industry, fellow creators like brand designers, photographers, business coaches, and also retail, lifestyle and wellness brands. So basically everything that I'm interested in myself. Uh, and most of the copywriting and content writing work that I do is website copy, blog articles, email newsletters, you know, service guides, welcome guides and retainer work as well. So like ad hoc, you know, product descriptions or social media captions as well. So that's a bit about my business. Yeah, it's amazing. And you've just come such a long way in the last few years. And I love that you've really leaned into working with clients that you love or things that you're passionate about. And it's not just, you know, it's not just, you know, sort of taking on everyone. It's like really aligning to your passion and making sure that you're speaking that message um, for your ideal clients. And I love that. And you've done such a beautiful job with my site, but we'll come back to that. (laughs) Um, So now you haven't always run your own business. Um, like many women, you've made the transition from corporate to running a small business. Tell me about the why behind that, Hayley. Yeah. So I actually started out in retail marketing for large corporate shopping centers. So I was there for about seven years uh, with a couple of different, different corporate organizations. But when I had my first baby, my daughter, 
after maternity leave, basically I wasn't given any option of flexibility. It was full-time in the office or nothing. So, you know, no looking at job share or part-time. So that's when I decided to start my own business. So I just took the leap. Uh, I really wanted that flexibility to spend, you know, more time with her. She was only one and also still fill my creative cup at the same time. So that was basically the start of my copywriting studio and I haven't looked back since. Absolutely not. It was meant to be and you were meant to take that leap. Well done for being brave and for doing that um, because the world needs what you've got, Hayley, as they say, and we, we love um, that, you're, that you offer this beautiful service now. So let's dive into the copywriting and what it's all about. So for me, when you did my copy for my website a few months ago, which I love, it was the first time I've ever used a copywriter. I've always just written it myself, but what a different experience it was and a different outcome. And my copy is so much more considered, consistent and connected. Thank you. Um, so I'd love to hear about your process, Haley, and how you start each project, just even, for example, like a website project. Thank you so much, Kate. That honestly makes me so happy to hear that. Your project was really a dream collaboration. Like you really had a clear vision for where you wanted to take your brand and, you know, what message you wanted to tell and the evolution of it. And obviously, you know, partnering with Sheshi from C Creative as well made it such a smooth and aligned process. So I, yeah, absolutely loved working on your on your project. But uh, yeah, good question. I do definitely have quite a streamlined system for those big, you know, projects like website copy. So firstly, it is all about the discovery and brief. So we always start with a phone call. I just don't think you can replace that, you know, chatting on a phone or via Zoom or in person, you know, compared to emails, it just doesn't, doesn't cut it. So that's when we really get to know, you know, more about yourself and the brand. And I guess, your vision for where you want to take take the copy as well and yeah what makes you truly unique and then I'll also send through a detailed questionnaire so that's when you know clients have that time to really think about you know who their ideal client is how they would describe their words um, their brand sorry in words you know keywords also their tone of voice and um, the finer details of their offering as well is where that's all kind of completed And then we get to the part, like the nitty gritty part. So that's the preparation and research. So that's when I, you know, take a really good detailed look at your business, your competitors, the overall industry, like including a bit of a keyword research as well uh, and any other like relevant information to ensure your copies are really true reflection of your brand and it stands out as well. That's kind of a big part of that. And then it's on to the first draft. So, you know, I'll really spend a full day of focused work writing writing a first draft of website copy and then send it through to the client for review. They'll provide feedback, uh, any changes, and then I'll produce a second and final version and also send it through to a professional proofreader for final proofing and final review. And then it's ready to go. So that's, yeah, a bit about my process. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that there's probably a lot more involved there than what people realize as there is with all businesses and, and you know, why things are priced at a certain price. It's like the the time and the knowledge that it's taken for you to get to this point, but also all the steps in the process to extract all that information and knowledge um, around that client to be able to create that copy. So thank you for sharing that. It's it's really, I think it's really important to to hear that. And I'd love to hear how you go about then that deepening of defining that brand's um, tone of voice. Yeah, so the thing that I kind of 
see very often in a lot of my clients and just in general, people know what they want to say, but they just don't know how to say it. And that's really when a brand voice comes into play. So basically a brand voice is like an overarching brand personality for your brand. And I'll quickly talk to why it's so important. So uh, having a brand voice really helps you stand out from the crowd, particularly if you're in a really you know, saturated marketplace. It really helps you to stand out from everyone else. It also helps you to build connection with your ideal audience. So before conversion, before people convert, connection is like the first step really, to be honest. Uh, People do buy from brands they feel they can trust, you know, where they feel seen and where they can really resonate. So that's what a brand voice helps to do. And it also helps to build memorability as well. So if you're using, you know, those key phrases and words consistently, it creates that recognition too. So I'd say those are the you know really key things as to why it's so important. But what I normally do is I either get clients to have a think about it. I also think about it if I'm, you know, doing the tone of voice or the brand voice. So ask yourself, you know, is it different to your competitors? You don't want to be a carbon copy of someone else. You definitely want to have your own unique voice and brand voice. Uh, Just think, will it resonate with your ideal audience as well? Obviously, that is super, super important. You know, not just what you think, but what do they think um, as well? And think about how you want your audience to feel when they engage with your brand. That will really help you to direct, direct your brand voice in the right direction. Also, I would recommend starting with a word bank. It's something quite simple that everyone can get started with. So basically a word bank is like a guide of keywords, phrases that you want your brand to say and stand for. You can also include words and phrases that you don't, that you wouldn't say and that you don't say and that you don't connect with um, as a bit of a reference point. So if you're writing copy or if you're, you know, passing it on to a social media manager or your VA, you can send them this guide as well. So it's consistent across the board and, you know, you're really having that tone of voice, clear, confident, uh, with clarity every time you've, you know, written content, whether it's for an email or caption or whatever else, it's kind of that overarching guide for you. So I do actually have a freebie on my website that tells you exactly how to do this. So yeah, definitely check it out if you're interested. Mm, yes, I was just going to mention that you've got a great word bank. I know that's something my team and I have done and we've got that saved, like words and phrase banks, just so if there's anything that we're doing in the future, we've we've got that because I find like, you know, from mentoring women over the years, their message is something they get so stuck on. I've been fortunate enough to be relatively clear on that, although it's continued to change and meander over the years and, and will continue to. But without that key message and understanding our story and, and how to tell it, like, we're just kind of treading water all the time and we're a little bit lost and unclear. And if we're unclear, well, guess what? Our our customers are going to be as well. So I guess, you know, for you, um, is telling that story is so important. So why do you think that storytelling does sell? Do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that for me? Yeah, definitely. So I'm so big on storytelling. That's, I guess, a key, um, I guess my own kind of USP of how I work with clients. So especially in such a crowded, you know, market where, you know, everyone and everything is kind of vying for our attention. I feel like it's so important to create that genuine connection to cut through the noise. Uh, and for me, I'm always telling people, remember the the right story attracts the right audience to your offer because they'll resonate with what you're saying and they can also identify themselves in your story. So there's some key aspects about making your brand 
relatable. So basically, if your content has that storytelling in it, it really resonates with people on an emotional level because they can see themselves in your experiences and your journey as well. It can also really differentiate your brand. So if you think about your favorite brands for a moment, like what makes them stand out? And I'm sure it's a lot about their brand story, um, you know, where they can convey their values, their purpose, their vision. And it also creates brand loyalty as well. So when people connect to your brand on an emotional level and they find value in your story, then that's when they're more likely to become loyal advocates who really support and promote your brand. So, yeah, there's a number of reasons why storytelling is so important, but those are probably the main reasons that I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's such a beautiful and important part of running your business and having a successful brand. It's something I really adore. But I also see the flip side of that. And, you know, after mentoring, I said, you know, for nearly six years now, and diving into a lot of websites across the creative space, one thing that sticks out to me is people that have hired SEO-based copywriters. And oftentimes it's been their husband who's worked in corporate and got a copywriter for them and it's full of keywords and full of location. And I'm just reading this going, oh my God, like um, we're saying the same thing as everyone else. We are just using words and phrases. We are not connecting to people at all. And it just, it feels like it just has no purpose. And they're like, oh, I just, you know, I need, um, I need to, whatever it is, like get more marketing or pay this or pay that. I'm like, you just need good copy. You just need a brand and a story that actually connects. And so it's something, I'm sure the SEO based copywriting has its place, but I I just don't feel it's in, you know, creative business and this beautiful service based industry that we're in. And I find these websites that, you know, quite unengaging and, and generic and, and they're speaking to no one. And so, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this style of copywriting and how you feel it might be detrimental to some businesses, especially creative. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, Kate. There's there's definitely a time and place for SEO, but it's about using those keywords in a really natural and conversational way. So like I use keywords in my writing, but they're not overdone or constantly repeated. Um, you can also be really strategic about where you place keywords on a website. So you know, whether that's like the headers and the subheaders or on your image names. So you just need to think about that as well. But I I honestly think that potential customers can definitely tell when, you know, you land on a website and it's just been jam-packed with keyword after keyword and it doesn't sound genuine and it honestly won't connect. No, no, it, it really doesn't because it's not telling the story or the outcome or their unique point of difference. And I know, you know, even just as an example, I could go to probably 20 property stylists website and they all will say engage buyers and first impressions count. Cool. That's great. But let's actually talk to that vendor. Let's, you know, there's, there's so much more to it. So yeah, I've seen it so many times, but um, I'm glad that you're in agreement with that. And I think there's just so much more magic when you actually dive in and you work out your story and you own that and you share that with people, the right people will always find you. Um, so just on that one more, I guess, slightly on the, the negative tone before we go back to all the other beautiful things is, is something else that I'm not particularly loving is the rise in like the artificial copywriting at the moment. I'm, I'm personally not interested in using it. And I don't think that anyone can replicate that heart and story that comes from a person. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the impact of AI and chat, um, GPT on, on copywriting. Yeah, I'm also in agreement with you there, Kate. I see AI and ChatGPT as more of a tool 
So a tool that can be used for like idea generation or as a framework, but I definitely don't think it can ever produce, you know, copy and paste content that you can use straight away without refining and editing it first. So from a copywriting perspective, I think copywriting is all about that human connection and, you know, really infusing the uniqueness of your brand. And to be honest, ChatGPT just can't replicate that. It'll always spit out, you know, generic vanilla content and it won't have your personality or your uniqueness in it. So I I always kind of see it as like what Canva is to a graphic designer. So, you know, you might use Canva for small bits and pieces, but you wouldn't try to create a brand identity through it. You'd obviously hire a professional graphic designer or a brand designer. So I, I see that the same as a copywriter as well. So I definitely don't think it, it'll ever hopefully replace copywriters. Um, I just, I think of it more of as like a tool to use, but definitely um, copywriters are there for those really big copy jobs and to really like infuse your story and your message um, and actually connect with your ideal audience. It's just not what Chappie GPT can yeah. do really. I totally agree. It, it all it all comes back to the story, doesn't it? Like if you want a successful business and you want engaged clients and you want to really build something and you want to have an impact in this world, those words need to come from you to you know via your copywriter um, out and spread through your your website and your brand and your message. So yeah, in total agreement there, Haley. Um, I think just uh, technology is <laughs> taking over the world, but it can't really replace these special things that hum- humans can create. So I'd love to change it up a bit now and just learn that a little bit more about your journey and in business because obviously there's a lot of um you know mums running small business that are listening to the podcast today and I'm sure they would love to hear some of your insights and learnings so knowing what you know now in your business journey Haley, is there anything that you would change and why oh my goodness uh yes I firstly would have started working with you sooner <laughs> um you have just been such an amazing support for my business and really helped me to set up the right processes and systems and I wish I'd done that earlier on in my business journey I just feel like everything would have been smoother more efficient and obviously uh, more streamlined from the start so that's definitely something I would recommend people look into sooner rather than later Um, and also in particular not undercharging for my services so this was something that I did in the beginning of my business journey and to be honest it just left me with resentment and burnout, Um, you know, thinking I can earn more in a corporate role than, you know, slaving away and undercharging for my services. So I think through you, I really learned that, you know, an hourly rate is not always the best way to price price your work, uh, especially in creative service-based businesses, because it doesn't take into account, you know, the value and experience that you really bring to the table. So, you, yeah, you taught me and gave me the confidence to be smart about my charging and actually charge my worth and what value I'm bringing to the client as well. So those were two really big things that uh, I would definitely change if I could go back in time. Yeah, but you've but you've done it. You took the leap and you did that. And I'm really proud of you for doing that, of putting my hand up and going, hey, I'm a, like, I'm a great copywriter. I know what I'm doing, but there's just some things like I've never run a business before. And, and that's okay. No one has, but it's, 
it's the ones that are brave enough to do that, to go, I really want to have something sustainable for myself and my family. I want to know how to charge correctly. I want to provide value. I want it to be a streamlined process for my clients. Like they're the business owners that start to have a better experience and their clients start to have a better experience. And you're again, teaching other women how to run a great process and how to price well as well. And I think the service um, providers that learn how to do that are then sharing that with other people. And I think that that starts to be a real flow on effect. And that's an incredible thing in the small business community. Um, and I'd love to know who inspires you most in your business, Hayley? Oh, that's a very good question. I have quite a few women that I really look up to. So obviously yourself, uh, Sheshi as well, who is the brand designer that I work with uh, in her studio, C Creative. She's also a mum and she's kind of gone on the business journey alongside me as well. Um, and also my clients, they're all doing such amazing things and they're, you know, they've got a lot on their plates. A lot of them are mums as well and juggling all the things, but they're just, they're just doing it with grace and really, I guess, showing that support and camaraderie as well has been amazing. I'd also say Anita Seek from Word Fetty is someone that I really love listening to her podcast. Tara Solberg uh, from Few and Far, she's actually a client of mine and she is just an, a really inspiring businesswoman and it's amazing what she's done to grow her brand. Um, and also Natalie Walton in the design industry as well. I love her podcast and Jenna Kutcher as well. She's, she's pretty amazing too. She's the queen. <laughs> Definitely. So what's the best advice you've been given in business, Hayley, and how has it shaped you? Yeah, so the best advice I ever received was from my mum and she reminded me of this quote by Maya Angelo. I think that's how you pronounce it, but it's people will forget what you said, they will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And I think that's so true in life and in business. It's all about that relationship building and, you know, really supporting client on the journey as well and helping them to feel really comfortable and you know confident in your abilities and just yeah help them feel at ease and like you're you know really providing value to them and their business so that's been a really big key for me I've also I guess learned the importance of prioritizing my mental health and learning to say no more often so to be honest, that was something that I definitely did in the past was overcommitting and being too busy. Um, but I've, I I love what you say. Um, you often say that it's about having a business that's really sustainable and works for you in your season of life that you're in. So I just I find that such a good reminder, especially as a mum to small kids. You know, obviously I, do, I don't have the capacity to work five days a week at the moment and, you know, there are days when they're sick or when I'm sick or, you know, things pop up and I guess rather than comparing myself to, you know, other people's journeys, it's about reminding myself, you know, what works for me in this season of life and it's about having that flexibility and being them for their, them as well as obviously my clients and doing doing really good work. So I just love that concept and I've had to remind myself several times about that. So, yeah, that to me is amazing advice and I think everyone can, you know, implement in their own businesses yeah absolutely and I know that's something that we we talked about in in one of our sessions together of sort of feeling like because you go from that corporate five day to maybe working in your business two or three or four days a week everyone's different to feeling like I'm part-time 
I'm not doing something full time, so therefore I shouldn't earn that income or I'm doing less or consistently diminishing it. Now, I've taken clients three days a week for years. That will drop to two at some point because there's other things I'm working on. But that doesn't mean I'm not running a business full time. And I don't like to work past five. And so, and I don't, you know, take clients past three usually because as a woman, as women, we just can't work at that kind of pace all the time. We really need to be slowing down, working with our cycle, understanding our bodies, you know, really, um, there's so many other things that we need to do, especially, you know, as mothers, there's so many things that you need to be doing and there's so many juggles and changes and illnesses and, and, and things that pop up. So it's really, I guess, taking that pressure off of, I've got to be nine to five, five days a week to earn, to do what I did. And it's a, it's a really hard reframe at first, isn't it? To really shift into this is my business in the beautiful capacity that it is and it's been created to work for me. But because it's not nine to five, five days doesn't mean that I'm any less or it's any less. And I think that's been a big challenge and a big struggle for a lot of women. And for me, I never wanted that and I will never do that ever again. And I had to create this business around um, my health. I just, I don't know. I think it's such an important thing and thank you for bringing it up, Haley. Like it's, it's something that obviously you're bringing into your work. And, and reframing yourself now as well. Yeah, that was such a big mindset shift when we spoke about that. Uh, initially, I was kind of seeing myself of almost like downgrading my business as a you know a part time business, uh, and not seeing like the value and the hard work that I was actually doing. And I, I realized like, what's the point of you know overrunning myself when I actually created this business to have a bit more time you know to spend with the kids or to also look after myself, you know, going to, you know, Pilates or getting that massage or, you know, having times, you know, appointment times to see a naturopath within my working day. Like it's so important to me because, you know, at the moment I can't do that with while I've got the kids. They're only, you know, just three and five. So it's about being able to fit my lifestyle as well into those days when they're at daycare and prep. So I've really, yeah, that was, absolutely a game changer for me and yeah I definitely can thank you for helping me to see my business in a different light and you know not to mention all the after hours that you do and you know you're always thinking about your business and you know whether even if it's on Instagram or scrolling you're still I guess you know promoting yourself and connecting with other people even if it is you know on social media at night and yeah there's so many unseen hours that go into owning a business. Oh, there really is. There really is. But the reframe is one of the biggest ones and especially for women with children and just touching on that briefly, because something I feel is an important thing there to mention is again, like with the school holidays and I would hear so many women say to me, it's like, oh my God, school holidays are coming up. You know, I forgot now I've got clients and how am I going to make money and how am I going to juggle the kids? Well, that goes into planning and I, I don't have kids, but, but I know that they're, you know, April, June, and September every year, like for the last, I don't know, how many decades. So I think it's a nice thing to think in advance, maybe pop that in your calendar, spend that beautiful time with them, schedule your year around that, and you can still be earning a great income. You don't need to be at your desk 52 weeks a year, and I am certainly not, um, to have a great business as well. And I think that that's a big reflection rather than that resentment of the school holidays or the freak out or what do I do, have that beautiful space and time with the children not be trying to juggle both and and do half well and and feeling all the guilt and all the feels like let's, let's pre-plan and and have a better experience because that's all the more proactive and the more we think about this, the better experience that we have and and your children would have as well. I'd imagine. 
exactly right. Like I've, you know, I've done it before where you've tried to, you know, be answering emails while you're playing with the kids and it just doesn't work, to be honest. Like you said, you end up just feeling guilty that you're not doing a good job of, you know, being a mum and a business owner when you're trying to do it at the same time. So I've really found value in compartmentalising my days. So when they're at prep, it's work or, you know, self-care for me, um, life admin. And then when I'm with them, it's, you know, obviously I can check social media, reply to a quick email, but not that deep work because, yeah, it just doesn't just doesn't work with them around. So, yeah, that's been really important for me to um, prevent burnout as well, to be honest. Yeah, it's a big thing, I think, for a lot of women to, to sort of reflect on. So thank you for, for sharing with that. So what does life and business in flow mean to you, Hayley? And how do you manage running a business from home as a mum? And I know we've touched on this a little bit briefly, but I'd love to hear any more insights there. Yeah, so I had a really good think about this. And for me, a life and business in flow means that both my personal life and my work are in harmony. So they're not, you know, clashing or competing with each other for attention and time. So, you know, where there's flexibility and flow in my daily schedule, you know, to enjoy time with my family and friends and, you know, have those moments for self-care, but also fuel my creativity in work. So, um, you know, my son just turned three and Sophie just turned five. So um, they're still little and I really wanted to be present, you know, in such an important stage of their lives, but I didn't want to give up, give up being able to, you know, do my work and do what I love. So I feel like that to me is what uh, a life and business and flow means. Um, how do I do it? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, daycare and prep definitely do help. So my children attend daycare and prep two to three days a week. So that's when I get the majority of my work done, that really focus work done. I'm also lucky that I do have my parents support nearby if I do need that, you know, deadline done or that, you know, some babysitting to help out with. And definitely I've had to learn to let go of perfection as well. So, you know, I do take shortcuts, you know, every now and then, like whether it's a ready-made meal, you know, after after daycare pickup, you know, just to get through the night or uh, I also have a cleaner once a fortnight. I, I feel like that's really good value for money for me. My husband travels a lot for work. So, you know, sometimes I might have to do some work after hours when they're in bed, but it, I have had that flexibility in the day to do what I needed to get done. So yeah, I definitely have had to let go of that perfection and trying to do be all the things to everyone and just really focus on what I can do and obviously ask for help when I need it as well. I think that's been really, really valuable on this business journey for me. Yeah, well, well said. And I think that asking for help is a really big thing because too many people feel like they have to do it alone or it looks like a weakness or I shouldn't ask or people will be busy or all the stories. But I think that that's such a, a really important point. It's like we don't have to do everything alone and whether we have teams or support or family around us or cleaners or daycare or, or whatever it might be, like it's a really important thing to, to lean on those to to give you the more support. And, you know, to, as, again, it's like that the Uber Eats or the takeaway meal or the pre-prepared or the every now and then it's like, take the pressure off because you're doing so many things that not everything has to be perfect all the time. So I think there's a really great message in that. Thank you, Hayley. Um, and I'd love to know if there's anything else that you would like to share with the listeners today. Well, I just want to say, you know, reach out, honestly, reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email. Even if you just want to chat about 
you know, what working with a copywriter looks like or what my process looks like or how I can help you. I'm always open. I love connecting with like-minded, you know, women in business. So yeah, I definitely just encourage you to say hi. And I, I love hearing about people's journeys and how they juggle all the things too. Yeah. I'm always, always here and, you know, open to chatting more. Yeah. I, I love that Hayley. And I think it's, I think it's something that a lot of people should consider. It took me longer than it should. And I'll admit that to, to hire a copywriter. It was one of the things I was slowest to do in my business. And I wish I had done that a few years sooner. Like you said, you know, us working together, it's like, you know, we think we can do some things alone. And then it's like, mm, we really should have done that sooner to have had that beautiful consistency and just tell the story in the way that you want. And we can all, you know, write a few words or a bit of copy for our site. Like we, we have the ability to do that, but to get it consistent and to flow and to have the important things and the story and, and that narrative to flow so beautifully is something that you do really well. And I think that that's um, something that I've seen so many websites are so sadly lacking. So, you know, if, if this is something that, you know, you're listening and you've been thinking, oh, I've, I want to really redo my website. And that doesn't just mean, you know, photos and putting some new colors through it. It's it's the story is one of the first things that you would go and do. You know, it's it's really understanding that depth and engaging with someone like Haley um, to support you through that. And maybe that's something that, you know, over the break or this next couple of months that you start to engage in because that's something you'd really like to have in your business next year is that beautiful, consistent story and message because that might be this one key piece that's really missing in your brand to actually draw these right like-minded clients to you. So yeah, I encourage you to connect. What are all the exact offerings that you're sharing at the moment, Haley? What are, what are different ways that people can work with you? Yeah, so obviously website copy is a big one, but also blog articles as well. So I absolutely love, you know, getting a, a one one sentence brief from the client, like a topic brief, and then I'll go and write um, a related blog article to that topic. And they are really good for providing value to your, you know, potential clients or customers. And also driving traffic back to your website that is a really key factor of what blog articles can do and obviously they're great for SEO uh, purposes as well email newsletters is another big thing that I love helping clients with so having that you know that consistent monthly update or fortnightly update and really just yeah getting into people's inboxes and talking to them on a more personal level I think that's what's so great about email newsletters in particular you can really be a bit more personal and strategic about them and also any retainer work as well so I do offer monthly retainers where we can work on you know a variety of different copy requirements whether it's product descriptions service descriptions bios you know social media captions uh, service guides all of that kind of stuff as well so yeah there's definitely a few different ways that you can work with me where do we find you Hayley can you tell everyone all your details <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Instagram is where I'm at. Uh, so at creative, and my website is hayleygcreative.com.au. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Hayley. And as I said, I can totally vouch for Hayley. She did my beautiful website earlier in the year. There was no one else I would trust with that um, and Hayley has been a client and has attended my retreat and I just know what a beautiful down-to-earth human that you are and how much you genuinely care about what you do and the heart and the story that you put into that and and that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast today just to share a little about what you do and 
what the journey into um, copywriting could look like for people because it's something that they've gone, oh, yeah, I could do that or I could write it myself or, you know, my husband got someone and they he works in corporate and they did SEO copywriting or, you know, I've heard many things but I just wanted to bring you on to just for people to hear from you, um, your side and how it works and just the real benefits of that. So thank you so much for being here today, Haley, and for sharing that and I want everyone to jump onto our beautiful website because Sheshi from Seed has created the most gorgeous landing. And it's one of my favorites, um, you know, that when we first land on your website, it's really beautiful. So thank you again, Haley. I so appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Kate. I've really enjoyed it. Go and check out Haley's website or Instagram. And I will be talking to you in a couple of weeks. Take care.